0: You are listening to Grounded Presents featuring Coach Kimmy J, founder of Unveiled Silhouette, with an episode of COB. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of COB with Coach Kimmy J, which is an entity of Unveiled Silhouette. I pray that everyone is doing well, and I am so thankful that you have decided to join me for another um, spirit led message. I'm so excited, as always, about the word of God going forth. Uh, so, as always, won't hold you long. We're going to go ahead and get started with prayer and go from there. Bread of heaven, feed us till we want no more. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share your word, to feed off your word, Lord, to be changed by your word. Lord, I pray that this word falls on fertile soil, falls on hearts that desire to be closer to you, hearts that desire to be cleansed, falls on souls that desire to know more about you heavenly father and to live according to your will and no longer their way lord we just ask that less of me and more of you and that i die to the flesh as i deliver your word because it's not about me heavenly father i pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight we give you all glory and our praise and thank you in advance for what your word is going to do today and always in jesus name we do pray amen 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 so we're going to go ahead and get started today's message is entitled rsvp and those are four letters that sometimes bring excitement sometimes bring a little nervousness and pressure but today we're going to have us a grand event we are going to a wedding so i need you all to rsvp rsvp simply means please reply please reply. When you get something in the mail and someone has invited you to something and they ask you to RSVP, they're just asking you, please reply and let us know if you're going to make it or if you're not going to make it. And so today's scripture is coming from Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 1 through 14. And as always, I will be coming from the New Living Translation. And it says, Jesus also told them other parables. He said, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to notify those who were invited, but they all refused to come. So he sent other servants to tell them, The feast has been prepared. The bulls and fattened cattle have been killed and everything is ready. Come to the banquet. But the guests he had invited ignored them and went their own way, one to his farm, another to his business. Others seized his messengers and insulted them and killed them. The king was furious, and he sent out his army to destroy the murderers and burn their town. And he said to his servants, The wedding fest is ready, and the guests I invited aren't worthy of the honor. Now go out to the street corners and invite everyone you see so the servants brought in everyone they could find good and bad alike and the banquet hall was filled with guests but when the king came in to meet the guest he noticed a man who wasn't wearing the proper clothes for a wedding friend he asked how is it that you are here without wedding clothes but the man had no reply then the king said to his aides bind his hands and feet And throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called but few are chosen and may the lord add a blessing to the readers hearers and doers of his word all right so you know i always start off with any type of definition so we know um, that jesus used a lot of parables and a parable is a simple a simple story that's used to illustrate a moral or a spiritual lesson and so he used many uh, parables to try to explain um, what the kingdom of heaven would be like and different things about fasting and possessions and things along those lines to kind of simplify things. So here we have the king, a king. Okay. And with this particular king, it's going to all be uh, symbolic. So the king in this story is speaking of God. Okay. And we have Uh, Jesus he's telling this parable and he's illustrating the kingdom of heaven and what it would be like and so we have the king that is God who is preparing a great wedding feast for his son of course we know his son is Jesus Christ and so if you check out and read John the 14th chapter the third verse it says when everything is ready I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am So here we have this feast, when you think about a feast, it's a joyous occasion, it's fun, there's love, and there's laughter. And we're thinking about uh, this parable of a feast, how it is um, metaphorically in regards to feeding hungry souls. Okay, Um, the invitation to this particular feast is the preached gospel it's not a written invitation that we get in the mail or sometimes electronically these days but the invitation for this particular wedding feast is the preached gospel and the only way that you could receive this invitation is simply if you chose not to receive it there's no other way that you could not receive it okay so let's get to the business at hand here so think about it there are going to be a lot of celebrations that you've been invited to, a lot of celebrations that you may even throw for yourself. You have graduations and baby showers and weddings and wedding receptions and there are a lot of things that we do to prepare for that. We have our checklist to prepare for that. So uh, here we have Uh, we have to have our guest list. We need to know who we're going to invite. And then once we know how many people we're going to invite and who we're going to invite, then what's the next thing we always do? We look for a venue, a place, a location where we can hold and host all these people comfortably. And so in this particular parable, our venue is the banquet hall. And so with the guest list in this particular story, um, a lot of times we have different reasons based on who we're inviting. We want the, the 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 riches of the rich. We want all the 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 infamous influencers. We want people that are going to come that are going to talk about it and be really impressed about what's going on at our event. And so here you have imagine this is an event that you're throwing. You're excited about it. You have the best of the best, the best food. Everything is just decked out. It's ready. You have invited people. You're prepared. You're waiting. You have on the finest of clothes. You have everything that you need to make this a grand event. And you have sent out your invitations. And as we know, a lot of times um, before invitations go out for events, we have sometimes people send out save the dates. So all this preparation is taking place. The bulls and the can- cattle, they have been and filled and fattened and killed and we just have all this wonderful food and here we are waiting and guess what nobody's coming where are your guests you send out the invitations where are they you're waiting on them things are getting cold you're you're ready they should be coming in the door they should be excited they should be anxious to have this honor that you have invited them to this event God has invited you to a feast and all you have to do is show up but you decided not to and that's what's happening in this parable so what happens after that okay so god is so gracious he says okay well let me go ahead i'm going to send out my messengers for those that are coming for those that are refusing i'm going to go ahead and send my messengers out and remind them about this feast that they have been invited to and so they didn't come still and it wasn't because they couldn't come it was because they didn't want to there were other things that were more important or more present in their mind than coming to the feast they also took the feast lightly because they were hearing so much about it and how grand it was and how everything was ready it was like it couldn't be that serious it it, it can't be that marvelous it can't be that deep i can eat at home i don't have to go and that makes me think about a lot of times uh even some of my friends when there's an event that goes on during football season or that goes on during hunting season and they always say, Hey, you if you want me to be there, don't do it during that time because I'm not gonna be able to make it. And so that made me think about that. He had people that were tending to their business and they were tending to their to their farms and they just weren't showing up. And so God was so gracious with these guests that he even, you know, took the time to take up to take into account the forgetfulness. Sometimes you put something on your calendar and you forget about it. And like i us say we have to save the dates and we have the invitations. But if you forget about it, you just forget about it. But God was so gracious. He sent his servants out to remind the people and to gather them and bring them like, hey, let's not forget about this feast. I have everything prepared. I just need you to show up. And so in 2 Corinthians the sixth chapter, verse 1, the New Living Translation says, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. How would you feel if you were planning something so nice? You know, you have a budget set, you have to have uh, food. Somebody has to prepare their food. You have to pay people to clean up, pay people to set up, pay people to cook, pay people to decorate. And then, you know, as always, I bring this word to a modern term of what it looks like in 2022. You have this budget set up and you have to pay for the place where it's going to be. You have to pay for the entertainment. All of these things that you have taken your time and your resources to do and you have think have thought enough of people to invite them to come and celebrate with you and they don't think enough of you to come now for any good reason just not to come so in this like I said they had other things that they wanted to do more and Luke 14 and 18 says they all began to make an excuse the sin wasn't that they didn't come The sin came when they began to murder the servants that God had sent out to remind them to come to this feast. And then not only that, he was so furious that they murdered and hurt the messengers that he sent. He deemed them not even worthy. He's like, you know what? I have planned this feast. Everything is ready. It will not be in vain. Somebody is going to come and celebrate. He sent more servants out. He's like, hey, just invite any and everybody. Whoever you see, whoever you run across, I want you to invite them, whether they're rich, poor, good, bad, or anything. Because in this particular feast, this parable, this is biblical, this feast is the covenant of grace is ready to be sealed. He was ready for the covenant of grace to be sealed. You have the bridegroom, which is Jesus Christ. The church, us, we are the bride. And it's time for us to come together in this covenant of grace so that it can be sealed. But you have people that are in contempt of Christ. This is present day he has made this parable and so crystal clear and so simple like listen if all you have to do is show up to something that's truly going to be a blessing to you you know how when you go to an event and they have uh favors the wedding favor the take home from this particular event is going to be salvation the privileges that come with the new covenant and all you have to do is show up and be blessed and have a great time But that wasn't the case. You have where people were going and coming and it was poor and bad people and all the like. There was no uh, way to differentiate. Everybody showed up. The banquet hall was full. Mission accomplished. It wouldn't be in vain. But guess what? When you go to someone's event, you want to look your best. You may want to get your hair cut, get your hair done. Have this have this outfit that you have been waiting to wear for a special occasion. And that, that does not prove to be any different in this parable. You have wedding garments and you have wedding clothes. But in this parable, they're not speaking of your physical attire. It's speaking of your heart, what's inside. You have all these people in one room and no one is really being particular about what anybody has on. But when God comes in and meets the guest, automatically he notices this one man. And he says, friend. And he's not saying it in a, in a complimentary way, as a in term of endearment. He's saying friend, which is like a false friend. That's taking place in verse 12 in this scripture. Friend, what, what, what are you doing here with that on? You don't have on what you need. And so, again, when we're talking about wind garment, we're not talking about his actual clothes. We're talking about his heart. God searched and looked at his heart and realized he was a hypocrite. Every guest, modern day, as we get ready to approach and as the day of judgment comes, we are all going to be presented to God, the King, just like in this parable. And he's going to look at our hearts and he's going to look and see what we have been doing, what we have been saying. And then Matthew 25 and 32 says he's going to separate the good from the bad. What are we going to do? Are we going to RSVP? Are we going to not show up? Are we going to just take it lightly and not take it to heart? Because in Matthew 13 and 41, it talks about how the angels are going to bind up the hypocrites on the day of judgment, and you're not going to be able to outrun your punishment. You're not going to be able to sweet talk and out talk and try to convince God that what you did was right or wrong for whatever reasons may be. He speaks of in this particular scripture of binding this man's hands and feet were binded so that he could not outrun the punishment that was set before him that's when you hear in the, the ending of the scripture about the gnashing of the teeth that is the constant torment that those who will be thrown into hell the fire will be dealing with that's what the nation of the teeth means and in the ending of the scripture it talks about many guests this room was full of capacity now it was full but many guests are there but not all are chosen to salvation and that is what God is trying to tell us in this passage of Scripture, Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 1 through 14. He has gone. He has prepared a place for us. He has prepared this feast, this celebration. He has presenting his son, Jesus Christ, to us who died for our sins. And he wants to go ahead and seal that covenant of grace between us, the bride, the church and Jesus Christ, the bridegroom you've been invited you've been given an invitation what are you going to do are you going to rsvp are you going to reply are you going to try to run what is it that you're going to do with your invitation today i challenge you for your task before the end of this day is to seek god to accept wholeheartedly without hesitation the invitation that has been sent to you as you have heard the word of God, the gospel being preached to you and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Accept that salvation that has been presented to you as your favor, your wedding favor, your take home gift, your memory of that special day. And then share the word with others that you come into contact with. That is this modern day thing. I need you to please reply. I need you to RSVP. I don't want you to think that anybody is pulling your leg and telling you that this is something that is just awesome and so wonderful and so grand and so and, and, and not living up to the hype. It will live up to the hype. It is wonderful. Accept the, the invitation to this wedding feast before it's too late. I don't want you to be gnashing half gnashing of the teeth. I want you to be chosen. I don't want you just to be a guest. Because then you won't be able to, to eat. You won't be able to enjoy yourself. You won't be able to experience the rejoicing, the joy, the laughter. You'll be there watching everyone else, looking around, and there'll be another situation for you fire, darkness, hell. As always, I'm not before you long. That's today's message. I am challenging you by COB, by the end of this day, close of business, to accept the invitation that has been sent to you to attend this wedding feast. Isn't it something when you you hear about people getting engaged and and they're planning for their weddings and big events and the excitement that they have and all the, the details and the meticulous things that go behind the scenes to make that day happen? Don't let it be in vain. It's for you. Amen. So that is it for today's cob please please respond rsvp is the challenge and the task for t- the task at hand for today i thank you always for joining me we're going to close out in prayer i pray that this word blesses i pray that you subscribe to the youtube channel but i only subscribe i pray that you will share this message because that's what it's about because it even speaks in the scripture about people that have never heard of the way it is, they haven't heard about God and Jesus. You'll be a little bit more lenient with them. But for those that know about it, you got the invitation and you just choose not to come. I'm so sorry. But all right, let's go ahead and close out in prayer. Lord of Lord and King of Kings, we thank you for this word, Lord. Thank you for preparing this wonderful Feast, Heavenly Father, this wedding feast, Lord. Thank you for preparing us, the church, as the bride, and preparing Jesus Christ, the bride, Lord, Lord, so that we can finally seal this covenant of grace, Heavenly Father, that we may receive your salvation, Heavenly Father. We bless you, Lord. We just thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne to feed off your word, Heavenly Father, to share your word, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just bless your name. We thank you for your unconditional love. We thank you for your forgiveness, Lord. We thank you for just being a God that is so mighty and so loving and so patient with us, Heavenly Father. We can't thank you enough even if we had a thousand times. We bless your name, Jesus. In your mighty, magnificent name we do pray. Amen, amen. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of COB with Coach Kimmy J. I pray you have a wonderful day. Until the next time the Lord sees fit to bring us together, go ahead and handle the task at hand for today. Be blessed. To share your story or to learn more about how you could become an affiliate of Grounded and possibly be featured in an upcoming interview or podcast, visit groundedjeremiah2911.com.